third-placed Monaco against fourth-placed Lyon. The stakes high in this one. Here's what happened. It's been a, a terrific title race, and with three games left, will Monaco still be in it? It could be in on goal here. Big chance for the opener for Fulham. He's taken it. Monaco in front. And it's that man again, Kevin Volland, the German. His 16th league on goal. Now it comes back to the other end with the pie. Slaloming run by the Dutchman. The pie shot is deflected. It's gone in. It's a big break for Leon. And it's a huge goal for them. They are back level. Memphis Depay. Standing over the free kick. Free kick in, and there's the header. What a header it is for Marcelo. And Leon with ten men have the lead. Goodness me, what a big goal. Ben Yedder from the spot. Cool as you like. Makes it 2-2. What a moment to score your 100th goal in Ligue 1. Cherki to Guimaraes. That's a nice ball. Comes back to Cherki. It's 3-2. Would you believe it? And what about that for an impact from the young substitute, Ryan Cherki? Oh, it's astonishing. Cherki, just 17 years old. So, Andy, five goals, five red cards. And at the end of it, um, perhaps Monaco's title hopes over now. There's a, a little bit of a gap between the top two and uh, and the next two. But Leon very much in the hunt for, for Champions League football um, against all odds. Uh, dramatic stuff, Andy. Yeah, um, completely crazy. It's funny because the... Um... Obviously, the, the Lyon-Lille game a week ago was always going to take some um, some beating. That was an incredible match. And I think um, I wouldn't necessarily say this was uh, better, but it was certainly completely crazy in the, in the second half. The, the first half was a little bit of a slow burner, but Lyon came out in the second half, realised that they, you know, they had to throw everything at it. They had to throw the kitchen sink at Monaco because they, 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 they couldn't afford to even draw that game. And as it went on, I mean, you know, you, you've, you'll have heard the commentary clip and, and you know, just so much to pack into the final sort of 20 minutes after Maxence Cacre was sent off for a second yellow card, you know, to go from to go from Lyon being on level terms and looking like they had the upper hand to being down to 10 men up against it to go 2-1 up, to then concede the penalty that allowed Monaco to get the equaliser. And at that point, um, you know, the draw, I don't think in a way, didn't really suit either team, but obviously it suited Monaco more because it kept them on course for third place, it knocked Leon effectively out of contention to finish third. And, and then, of course, Ryan Sherkey pops up and scores that 89th minute winner. What a moment for him. A player who's, I said this in commentary, a player who's going to have a big future. I think we all know that. He's still only 17. Um, but what a time for him to pop up with uh, what I believe was his first league on goal just after Wissam Ben Yedder had scored his 100th uh, league on goal. It's an incredible result because, I mean, Lyon obviously were knocked out of the title race by Lille last weekend, and then they go and knock Monaco out of the title race. And in, in, the, in doing so, they, they give themselves the chance of still finishing in third place. And, and you know, the, the, there's still the prospect that Monaco will, will end the season with nothing. They could lose out on the cup as well and, and miss out in the Champions League. And, and 
the thing is that the Champions League is was everything for these two teams at the beginning of the season. That was the objective. One of them is going to miss out and maybe Leon have the momentum now after what was a, a crazy night. But we're going to talk about this. What happened after the game uh, may well have a big impact because uh, a, a, a big brawl on the pitch at full time and, and uh, two Leon players red carded, two very big players red carded, Marcelo and Mattia De Chilio, uh, having lost Jason Denier to injury in the first half after Kevin Follard made him look uh, like an amateur when he went through to score the first goal. Suddenly, the three starting centre-backs from last night um, are going to be potentially all of them on the sidelines for Lyon's next game. And so is Memphis Depay, who will be suspended for Lyon's next game against Lorient. Um, so, you know, they're still up against it. I mean, they're still behind Monaco, uh, but they've given themselves a chance. And I suppose that was all they could have um, could have wanted to do last night. But Ian, there's, there's needle, isn't there, between these two sides? We saw a very um, eagerly contested uh, cup game got quite feisty. Uh, Leon uh, felt very hard done by to go out 2-0 against Monaco in, in, in the quarterfinals. And Leon are quite good at riling opponents. They sort of built up this rivalry with Marseille and it now looks like there is real needle uh, between Monaco and Leon. Andy mentioned the two uh, Leon sendings off after Kakare, so three in all. Uh, Monaco had uh, their two young forwards, Gerbils and uh, Pellegri, sent off. But... Um, a real undercurrent between these two sides at the moment, Ian. Yeah, there was. Monaco, before this game, was saying that Lyon sort of swaggered into that Coupe de France game and Monaco didn't really take too kindly to that. There was a bit of needle earlier in the season when, when Lyon beat Monaco as well. But this one, it was kind of interesting at the end. Rudy Garcia coming out and basically saying, butter wouldn't melt in my players' mouths. And Anthony Lopez saying, you've got to learn to lose with dignity, which is kettle black. Pots, I mean, ridiculous. Anyway, but there's definitely there's definitely a huge amount of needle, and I think I think Andy's absolutely right. Marcelo and Decilio against Pellegri and Gerbils. I mean, you know, that is a massive blow for Leon. It's massive, and it's ridiculous. After the final whistle, come on, and let's 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 go a bit further. Cadawery shouldn't have he shouldn't he have been sent off as well? What mm, a challenge that yeah. was, and and Leon are complaining. I mean, I mean, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think overall, Clement Turpin did uh, did a pretty good job because it wasn't an easy match to referee. But that foul from Cadawery on uh, on Caio Enrique was was pretty nasty. I've seen a still shot of it where he's got both feet on on either leg of of, of Caio Enrique. And also, Andy, mm-hmm. just before we we hit record on this podcast, we were talking about Anthony Lopez. Um, arguably, he he could have gone, but I mean, he's he's a pretty. Uh, pretty feisty character and has a, an unorthodox approach to goalkeeping, an un- unorthodox approach to coming off his line, shall we say? Yeah, he's he's done this a few times this season, hasn't he? I mean, um, you know, off air, you referenced uh, the match against Brest where he gave a penalty away at the end of the game, was it? Right at the end of the game? And against uh, Mess in January when Lyon's 16-game unbeaten run was ended, he came racing out of his box at the end of the match with the score nil-nil and and Leah Iseka went round him and scored the winning goal. And uh, obviously that was a, a costly defeat for Leon at the time. Last night he came off his line. He came out to try to punch the ball and punch Pietro Pellegrini in the ear um, and, and was penalised for it. And, and, you know, what I was saying was that that's the kind of thing that in the recent past would never have been given as a penalty. Uh, Clément Turpin didn't initially give it, despite the fact that Pellegrini was on the ground for a long time receiving treatment. There's always been this idea that goalkeepers are entitled to come out and try and win the ball and even if they don't play the ball and they take the man out, well, it's fine because they're the goalkeeper. They can do whatever they want. And, and a famous example might be Manuel Neuer against, I think, Gonzalo Higuain 
in the World Cup final in 2014 when he completely cleaned out Higuain and nothing was given. Um, and on this occasion, the uh, the referee was summoned by the video assistant referee and came and, and changed his mind and, and, and gave the penalty, which in the end didn't matter. But yeah, there's there's a thing about Anthony Lopez because he has for a long time, he's been Leon's number one goalkeeper for what, seven or eight years now. And, and there's a perception, I think a fair one, that he's sometimes makes spectacular saves and he's been a, a, a really, really important player for them. But at the same time, he does occasionally... Uh, lose his head, and uh, it nearly cost Leon last night. Um, can, can I can I just make a, a a very quick point, just to bring it back round to something that we were discussing? Everybody was discussing a couple of weeks ago, talking about you know European Super League and all that kind of stuff. And obviously, um, no French teams would have been involved. PSG would have been the one that they wanted to have involved. But when you look at these games between Leon and Monaco and Lille as well, there's not many. Uh, better teams in Europe at the moment than than these clubs in terms of the entertainment they're providing. I mean, I was actually in Lyon for the Lyon Monaco Cup game uh, a bit less than two weeks ago, and even that was really quite something. You're down near the pitch uh, when you commentate at the Groupama Stadium, right on the bottom level, and you get a really good uh, idea of the intensity of which the that game has been played. And obviously, you mentioned the needle between the two teams, quite a lot of it in that match, and it carried over into this one. And I just think that they offered so much in terms of um, entertainment and in terms of quality and in terms of intensity in these two games and over the course of the season, it's a shame that one of them is going to miss out on the Champions League. These are two teams, remember, who've beaten Manchester City in the Champions League in the last four years, just at the point when PSG are about to play City and potentially lose to them uh, this week. Fantastic entertainment. It's just a shame that one of them is uh, going to miss out on the Champions League next season, I think. 